about getting ready I got off a little bit late from work the night before like 7 7 30 something like that and then you know just had to come home and really pound out the packing I guess but uh probably got that all done around 11 or midnight and then Lo and I were I guess just two in our head about the trip because we both couldn't sleep very good I think the max amount of time either one of us got was about three hours and then we had to you know get up go get the rental car be on the road we wanted to be on the road by 10 i had to pack the car just right they ended up and gave us a van which was pretty cool had a lot of extra room um wasn't like didn't have to focus every time i packed the car because usually with the suv it's a little bit tougher to get it it's like a tetris as opposed to you know i could see out my back window almost the whole trip which is you know pretty unfamiliar for this type of thing but yeah needless to say we were both definitely very tired and worn out and that's before show even number one so uh we arrived in lincoln nebraska probably around five we, we left a little early and we stopped at the airbnb which was a pretty decent place little house that they let us run out and dropped a few things off and kind of got you know freshened up for the show got up to gray's cake saloon in lincoln about i want to say we played at eight so we probably got there around 6 15. wasn't a busy night by any means but uh this bar is one that's always supported us for our little tour out and uh they're just always super nice and you know consistent and so we like working with him a lot. Sound guy is always very nice too. So he he was uh, pretty into what we were doing. I think he's probably just into whatever he's doing. You know, I don't think he necessarily especially liked us, but he just likes doing sound and being the guy. And he made it sound pretty good. And uh, the show itself was kind of. We had to win them over a little bit. There wasn't, a t like I said, a ton of people there, but by, by halfway through the first set, I feel like the people that were there were definitely like taking notice of what was going on, and we sounded pretty good. As I mentioned, Lo was pretty tired, so she was kind of out of it for this show a little bit. We did our three-hour set, uh, got some burritos, and went back to the Airbnb, and that was night number one. So that was an eight-hour drive, or like seven and a half, and then on this morning, we were driving to Boulder, which is about the same, about seven, seven seven and a half hour drive. And Dave, Dave drove separate. He came. It was Milo and Dave, but uh, you know he he kind of drove by his lonesome. He had some people that were supposed to come with him that ended up and kind of bailed last minute. 
but he, he said he was kind of looking forward to the time and just uh, experience it a different way. I think our the first two days were definitely the toughest just because they were such long drives and then you have to perform. So we got to Boulder. I, you know, I'm not even really sure what time. It was still light out for sure. We played at 8. I think we probably got there at like 5.30. So we had to be there at 7, 5, 5.30 to kind of set up and everything. Another not crazy busy night, but we did have some Pontiac support, which was very cool. And we had Samantha Warren, Eric Warren, and Donnie Sartoris, and he brought a friend. And I was kind of feeling like we were going to be kind of the low drawl of the two, but we ended up and uh, I think we... we at least matched, if not did even better than the other group, uh, the Whispering Willows. I mean, it was a Friday night show, and it was before all the students came back in Boulder, which I might have overlooked a little bit as far as, like, you know, maybe I should have booked the tour a week later because I think I feel like it would have been a lot busy just naturally. But um, it was just it was just a hard one. It was about uh, because those three people came out that we knew, uh, and there were a couple other just hanging hanging around anyway. It was, it was fun, and it was fun to talk to all those guys. I hadn't seen them in a long time, so we uh, played. I think we performed probably six out of ten performance-wise. I feel like halfway through we started, uh, and it's weird just doing an hour, you know. We, we felt like we were just getting warmed up by the end of it. Not a lot of money was made because that was more of a, we, get, we split the door with the other band and we didn't get get really a ton of tips or anything so sound guy there was nice he was in a band as well and uh he, he it was his first day and i feel like it it sounded pretty good we weren't doing we didn't do the foot drums for this show as we did in lincoln nebraska that was that night and then we went out and hung out we went and hung out with donnie and Ross Graves uh, at their place, or I think it's Donnie's, not Ross's, after, and I, I uh, got my fill of Donnie and Ross songs because I hadn't uh, heard them play in a long time. We couldn't really work out a show that they could do with us, so we ended up and went over to his place, and I got them to put on a little show for us, which was pretty cool. They probably played like 10 songs, and they had a buddy. The, the name is blanket on me. He played, and he sounded great. It was a really good time. And then we had to drive to our Airbnb after that. That was a little bit on the rough side. It was definitely, you know, driving to, to Denver was, because that's where Donnie lives, a little bit rough just because it's a big city. And uh, about a 45-minute drive from where we were at. So we ended up and made it there kind of later than we had planned. And then we had to drive to Idaho Springs, which was another 45-minute drive. And we hung out there for probably too long. So, I mean, we were there till maybe two in the morning or something. At least midnight, I would say. Sometime between midnight and two. And uh, we drove, Dave ended up and stayed in Denver that night. And we we went to the Airbnb in Idaho Springs and it was real hard to find. It was it said it was a tiny house, but it ended up in, it was a trailer and trailer court, which was fine. It just was hard to find because of the, it was kind of mislabeled, I guess. And of course it was like, way too late to us to get a hold of the host and we ended up and probably took an extra 45 minutes to find find the place so i mean we didn't get to bed like at all early enough and uh so then we woke up the next day we had to be out by like 10 and my my what my cl phone 
clock hadn't changed yet, so I ended up and we left an hour before we needed to, so we got about two hours of sleep that night. And then we went up to this place, uh, it was called Fraser, and uh, that's where we were staying the next night. It was kind of halfway between our where we were in, in Idaho Springs and where we were going to play, which was Grand Lake. So we went to Fraser, just kind of checked out the town, see where our Airbnb was, so we wouldn't be as confused the next night. And it still took us a while in the daylight to kind of find it, but we didn't have really much to do, so it was fine. And we ate at a little diner there in town, and that was kind of probably the coolest place we ate. You know, we didn't have a ton of extra money to have very fancy dinners or anything like that. So, but we we did we did get a good breakfast there, and I felt like we both kind of needed it. Me and Lo did, and the drive there to that place was pretty crazy looking. Uh, should be video to show you on that, but uh, it was during the day, so it wasn't nearly as bad. But I mean, Fraser was really in the mountains for sure. And then to get from, we we contacted the host of the Airbnb. And they ended up and let us check in like way early, which was awesome. So we got to like go and shower and take a little nap, and which we really needed. And eventually Dave kind of met us there. He got got a nap in too. He he probably stayed up a little later than us even the night before. So then you know we were all ready for the show in Grand Lake, and we 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 drove and it was I mean we, it was only like a 45 minute drive, but it it started a storm really bad it was like lightning there was a lot of lightning going on and we were really high up you know in the mountains so we were like is this show even going to happen and we we weren't really sure what was going to happen when we got there maybe they were just going to be like hey we shouldn't have the show it's rainy and the drive was rough it was windy and rainy and in the mountains and dark even though it was you know daytime we got there just fine. I went in and talked to the lady that had booked us, and it was pretty packed. And there was something event going on in town where the town was just really, really busy. And there was like a line of cars, like kind of going through it. But the place itself, besides it being a little colder than I think they were used to because of the the weather, it was still real busy. And there were still people outside, even though they had like coats on and stuff. It definitely felt like a, a brisk autumn day for sure, for sure. And we weren't sure whether the rain was going to come back because the rain in the mountains up there it just changes on the drop of a dime like so so easily so you just never really know what to expect and it looked like it could really go at any minute but it definitely warmed up a lot that was a show that the altitude really got to me and low for sure because i feel like it was way higher than we were used to being and you know you were seeing snow caps on a lot of these mountains that we were driving through which on most of the other places I wasn't seeing. So yeah, I, but just judging by that, I think it was pretty high in the mountains. And that fir- the first set we played, we had a bunch of technical difficulties. Like we got everything up and moving and it was sounding okay besides breathing up there. And I was doing the foot drums and I was definitely out of breath and trying to take it a little easier than I would normally. And we were all running on fumes sleep-wise. But that, it was an earlier show. It was five to eight. So, you know, it wasn't... Uh, crazy late and uh the people there just seemed so appreciative that we came 
up there to play and they really like were into it even though we weren't necessarily feeling it for that first hour trying to get our bearings a little bit for playing up that high by halfway through i mean they were paying attention already but then like halfway through that second set they were like dialed in and there was wasn't going to be any more rain it was nice that it, it was a cool wind blowing because it really cooled me down i didn't feel like i overheated at all which i usually feel like i do when i do the foot drums and we just started started to kind of come together and kind of all wake up and it was a three-hour set and the crowd was super responsive and we ended up playing like even later you know even later than we had planned i think we probably got done closer to nine o'clock because they were having it and it just felt really good to finally like that was like the show that kind of woke us up i feel like as far as getting over those those drives those drives are so hard to drive for that long in a day and then be ready to perform on that little amount of sleep. It was a different mentality for sure, but we finally were all feeling it. We didn't have to drive crazy far, I think, that day, and that probably helped a lot, but we were all on fumes sleep-wise. So so after that, you know, we got tons of tips that night and got a lot of CDs out and a lot of compliments, and we were feeling good. Took us a little while. I mean, we were done by a little bit before 9 probably, but we didn't probably get out of there till like 10, 10.30 with the teardown. And uh, they fed us, which was cool. They gave us some free burgers. So the next, so we went back to the Airbnb in Fraser, and that was like at nighttime, which I felt definitely more confident driving than in the rain, but it's just a different experience. It's like total focus you have to have when you're driving in those mountains. So and it was just like way higher than we, I think we had probably ever been. Had to take it very slow on the way home, but once we got there, we, we were in bed by like maybe 11:30 or 12 and we didn't really have to be out of the airbnb till 10 the next day but we wanted to get up and go to the because they had like a rec center with like a hot tub so we got up pretty early the next day i think we got good sleep that night which we definitely all needed like a lot definitely recharged our batteries quite a bit and we got up early and we went to the, I mean, it was like 48 degrees. So we were really going to the pool pool. We were going to the hot tub, which, you know, had a cool mountain view. We kind of got to relax there. Really, we only got about a half hour in before we had to go and get all our stuff out and ready to go. After that, we were playing in Fort Collins. And it was another crazy mountain drive. It was only about 40 minutes in the car, which was nice, but... And I feel like that day, since it wasn't raining and it was sunny out and I could see, I could actually enjoy the drive a little bit. And we'd already done it once, so it wasn't like all brand new. I really enjoyed that drive, even though, you know, we were still tired, but you kind of just have to get used to it. If you don't have somebody driving for you, you just have to be all, all alert, I guess. So we got to Fort Collins and we... So that was Odell Brewing Company in Fort Collins. The place we played at Saturday night was called Squeaky Bees in Grand Lake, which that town kind of looked like a Christmas town. It was just like set up for Christmas already, even though it's August. But then, uh, so Fort Collins, uh, they paid us with a check. We were trying to cash the check at a couple different places, but since it was a handwritten payroll check, we weren't able to. So we were a little bit short on funds. We ended up and uh, just went to... 
Odell Brewing Company a little bit early. I got some strings changed. We got some equipment set up pretty early, and it was it was a good show. I mean, it wasn't crazy packed, but it was it was pretty busy. I think it was a little bit less busy than last year. We definitely had a lot less friends come out this time because I feel like a lot of them ended up and moved back to move to a different state or move back to Illinois. It's always fun to have people that are like live out there kind of guide you you know they know where to go and what to do and so this time i felt like we definitely were a little bit more winging it ourselves that show i mean i feel like probably sounded the best out of all of them lots of good tips lots of cds out and uh overall just kind of a good show i mean i think we played really well we're definitely more dialed in and since it maybe was a little bit lower on the altitude we weren't all like dying when we were done with that show like 7 15 out of there by 8 45 which just seemed super early and then we went to the airbnb which again was this one was a little bit tough to find but it was a nice little spot kind of in the country of fort collins and uh we got there around like I don't know, 9, 30, 10, somewhere in there. And it was it was a nice place. It was probably the nicest place we had stayed at. And the the host was super nice. So it, it was it was a good little spot. And we didn't have to be out till 11 the next day. Dave took off the next morning because the Tuesday show wasn't a lot of money. And kind of they were asking for kind of a more laid back type show. Monday was just kind of a free day. We Me and Lo went up to the beach in Fort Collins and then we ended up the the Airbnb we stayed at that night was like way more up in the mountains than we thought it would be. We thought, you know, we're playing this place called Evergreen on Tuesday, so I booked uh, uh, I think it was called Kitridge was the place where we stayed and I just it was like a lot of the 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 driveways and stuff were just like on a greater than a 45 degree incline some of them were gravel it just felt so weird uh, I was just thinking since it was kind of a burb of Denver we would be kind of out of the woods and the crazy drives but I was definitely wrong this was a definite nicer Airbnb than some of the other ones we stayed at it was like a bunch of little apartments I mean it wasn't big by any means but it, it was uh, it was nice like uh, very private and clean and all that stuff it just it felt weird to be so high up in the mountains we got out of there pretty early in the next morning because uh we were just i don't know i was just ready to get on the road we made it to evergreen which we came there pretty early we probably got there around 11 or noon after i think we did up and got some gas station burritos that turned out to be really really good because there's only one real place to eat in that uh that small town of Kitridge. so the burrito alternative turned out to be pretty good and we just kind of sat in the mountains and ate our burritos and then we went on to our next show in evergreen we had a lot of time to kill so we kind of just visited the town a little bit walked around definitely a tiny mountain town and uh just kind of walked kind of to see where we were going to be playing later which the bar itself turned out to be cooler than i had imagined in my head uh, there wasn't a lot of people in the town probably total i mean i, I can't imagine the population being very big but so we, we went in we checked it out we had already eaten so we decided that uh we would go up to evergreen and the lake evergreen and walk around so we walked around that and that was pretty so that was cool probably a few miles around and uh just kind of 
took it all in, I guess. Then we ended up, went back to the car. We still had some time to kill. The show was at 6, and it was probably like 1. So 1 or 2 by the time we were done walking walking Evergreen Lake. Oh, they had a trail that went all the way around, so it was super cool. But we sat in the car for a while, and then we decided, well, let's, let's go up in the mountains at least and set up there instead of just sitting in a random parking lot. So we drove kind of way up into the mountains again, and uh, from afar we had seen some what we thought were elk but we you know it could have been horses could have been deer we weren't really sure and uh so we ended up and we're up there for a bit we climbed up some rocks and stuff and uh, just kind of sat up there and hung out and then we drove all the way down to see if we could catch the elk before they moved and they were like right off of evergreen lake and uh, they were just in a huge herd. They were being super lazy. All like land. There's a golf course right next to Evergreen Lake, and uh, that's where they were letting people get super close. So we got pretty pretty close to them and took some pictures and stuff. And we wanted to see some elk. We saw some goats earlier too in the mountains as well. Some mountain goats. That was the first time we'd ever seen an elk in real life, so that was cool. And we after that we ended up and went to the venue, kind of got set up and it was uh it was more of a rock club i feel like but uh had a nice stage had bras that outlined the top of the stage which was crazy but it, the saloon it looked like an old-fashioned saloon like something you'd see out of a western and uh but nice stage we did our own sound for that one and uh we got there plenty early to make all that happen we did a one mic setup didn't do the foot percussion because it, it wasn't like a big paying gig or anything like that and uh, it was early so and they'd said that they'd wanted it more laid back so we you know we got everything set up relatively quick I used some of their speakers but you know most of the stuff was ours and we did one mic a good couple good friends of ours came from uh, one of them Denver the other one's Georgetown and they came and that was it's this show started pretty slow like it was uh like nobody there and then right before we started there was like two groups of people that came in that were there for pretty much the full first hour and super super nice super complimentary and got them cds and stickers and all that and then right when they were leaving uh our friends had come so you know and there were people in and out throughout the rest of the night but it was just nice that they had come because it just felt like they were we brought the, these people and they're there to hang out and we're pretty much putting on a show for them which was fun and kind of letting them call out what they wanted to hear and and then we got some other people that you know randomly came in and out throughout the night and they were super nice and gave us lots of good compliments and it was it was a fun show i mean it wasn't the packed show like the saturday night show in grand lake and it wasn't like as small as i thought it would be like our our laughing goat show on friday at boulder but uh so then from there cj our buddy one of the people who came was like we should just go to evergreen lake because we'd never seen it really before and oh, it would be cool just to go over there and just kind of hang out for a little while so we ended up having to go this crazy long out of the way route because some of the roads had been closed but we got there and we pulled in and i had noticed a sign earlier that day that said an hour after sundown the, the park's not opened so i was like well there's going to be somebody who comes up and probably tells us to leave but i didn't expect what actually happened uh so we went out there 
and we'd walked on the lake for like maybe less than a minute and a cop comes pulling up from the golf course that I mentioned earlier, tells us to follow him. So we fo followed him into the, back to the parking lot where we were at and two other cops were already there. One of them had riot gear, which was pretty crazy. And you know, they asked us a few questions. We gave them our license and pretty much they were way nicer than I would have imagined them being. Because, I mean, I figured we weren't supposed to, I figured, like I said, worst case scenario, security guard would be come up and tell us, hey, you can't be here, just, you guys gotta get out of here. And we would just leave, but we didn't expect three cops and one of them being riot gear. But they were pretty much like, oh, you're from out of town. And CJ kind of sweet talked him a little bit and was like, you know, they just wanted to see the lake before they took off. And pretty much we came to the conclusion from what they said that they were thinking that we were just, you know, some teenagers kind of smoking at the park and they just wanted to kind of scare them, which they succeeded. I mean, we were all not, we were definitely a little, little scared by the, because it, happened so quick and all of a sudden there was three cops on us but they pretty much after that were just like yeah you guys are good to just kind of walk around and hang out just clean up after yourselves and that's what we did so we you know we hung out there for probably a good hour just kind of catching up with our buddies and uh just looking around and walking around and we ended up and went back to our airbnb after that cj had given us kind of a different way to go which wasn't so mountainous which was definitely a relief because i thought i was going to have to drive some crazy routes but uh ended up and it was an rv we stayed in that night that was really nice and we didn't have to check out the next day till noon which was cool we got out of there pretty quick and we got an okay night's sleep which was good and then we went to red rocks because we, we were finishing our little tour with a show that we were going to see at red rocks nathaniel ratliff and the or ratliff nathaniel ratliff and the night sweats and that turned into a pretty crazy experience but not quite there yet we went there early in the day because you can just kind of walk around the park so we walked around and just kind of saw some cool stuff and got close to the stage and they were kind of doing sound check and we'd never been there during the day really and had time to just kind of hang out so we did that and then we left we got some ponchos because rain was in the forecast which we were glad we did and we got back to the show kind of just parked we, we hiked a little bit just because we had time to kill in Red Rocks. They have a couple of trails you could go on. Somebody told us that was coming the opposite direction and told us they had saw a rattlesnake. So that kind of ended our hike a little, little bit more abrupt than we probably would have. And then uh, got back, got ready for the show. I parked kind of far away, which might have been a mistake. I don't know, but I figured it'd be easier to get out later. We started walking towards the show. Clouds started rolling in. We went in like a weird way that we didn't, we haven't gone in the past where it was like we had to climb a bunch of stairs and come in more from the side angle. Well, I ended up at the bottom of Red Rocks, but um, we got up to the top of this little area and there was a line forming. So we were like, all right, we'll just get in line here. And the clouds really started rolling. We kind of made friends with a couple in front of us and a couple behind because we were just standing there. And the couple in front of us, uh, one of the guys was from the area. So 
he seemed like he knew what was up weather-wise and how to handle everything but it started raining kind of got a little crazy and uh most people left and then there were people yelling like go back to your cars go back to your cars and we were we just listened to the guy in front of us like don't really worry about any of this the, the weather will change on the drop of dime so we got you know a lot further ahead in line to the point where that we were like under this little awning they had had but we ended up the show got postponed like two hours later and then the doors were supposed to open and we're just sitting in the group all wet and just kind of trying to pass the time so eventually they did let us in and we were kind of worn out but still a good time the opener seemed like they got their time cut a little bit which was we didn't really get a good impression of them i mean they seemed okay but it seemed very rushed and like their sound check wasn't done all the way or something because you couldn't hear the vocals very good so it w wasn't an amazing performance by them but i mean i cut them a lot of slack because that would be kind of a tough situation from the performing aspect and they knew that you know everybody had been waiting there to see nathaniel Ratliff. um he kind of i feel like shortened the set quite a bit and we were up in the nosebleeds at the beginning and we uh it was very windy and cold and of course we didn't bring any clothes that were appropriate really for the weather so we ended up and snuck down a little bit sat in a spot that definitely wasn't ours but it was still kind of people were still kind of filtering in for the opening spot once the opener was done we walked up and uh just kind of stood along one of the sides and we got really close and uh it was it was a great performance on Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats part. I mean, they sounded great. Maybe better live than on the CD, but lots of good stuff. And uh, then we, on the way back to find our car, of course we went out the wrong way. And our car was literally on the exact, like we walked down this road for a long time. And uh, we thought we were going the right way. And we were on the exact opposite side of where we parked so we we had to probably an extra 20 minutes of walking hiking we'll call it at the at the end of that show to get to our car once we got to our car went to get some food uh stopped at a gas station i was feeling like a little out of it so i was like oh, i'll just sleep for a little bit so we ended up and pulled over at the gas station slept for like three hours-ish, and then hit the road in the morning. Still a little dark when we left, so it was like four, I think it was like 4.45 a.m. when we left, and uh, just drove for 14 hours, but you know, it seems like 15 because you lose an hour, and uh, I was just pretty much white-knuckled it all the way home. Laurelin drove for a couple hours once I like, had already been driving for, I think it was like 11 hours. She took over for a couple, and then I was was back at it. I got, got like a 20 minute nap in while she was driving, and I feel like that kinda replenished me quite a bit. So we drove from like 4.45 a.m. to 9 p.m., and we came back with not a whole lot of money, that is for sure. I mean, we, we broke even or made a little bit extra but I mean, we had saved a lot of money to go out there and we probably spent a little bit more than we, sh we should have. So that was a little bit rough. The drive was a little bit rough. Luckily, we got the deposit back on the car, so that saved us a little bit. And then 
We also had a show booked at Kemp's the Saturday after that show. It was just me, Lo, and Dave. Uh, no foot percussion. We, me and Lo did the one mic thing. Dave just played acoustically. A lot of Pontiac representation in the crowd. And it's a small beer garden, but the show went seemed pretty full. And I think it was good. So that is the story of our adventure out to Colorado. So as always, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you.